Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you believe it or not, you are a leader in your everyday life. Whether it's within your family, in your work environment, or even online, you can and will affect change in those around you. Join me in conversation with authors, professors, and leaders so together we can learn all things regarding leadership and life. I'm your host, Fernando Carrillo, and welcome back to another episode of London's Leadership Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to London's Leadership Podcast. It's December, and my Christmas tree is up, and we're speaking to Thomas Erickson on his book, surrounded by idiots and I think it's fascinating because it looks at the color profile of people. Um, Thomas, why don't you tell us a little bit about your book and what took you to write it? It took me to write it? Well, I have been working with this uh, tool which is actually a variety of the disc uh, disc model, uh, only we added the colors for pedagogical reasons and I worked with that for well many years and, and uh, people usually said after a training or a management uh, class or something, this is interesting. Where can I read more about it? And I had to say, well, I don't know. Uh, then, back back then, I didn't know about any books on the topic, which turned out to be wrong. But anyways, um, I uh, I said to myself, maybe I could put it together based on my own experiences, based on my own, well, work life and so on. So I did, and I named it Surrounded by Edits because, well, why not? <laughs> I mean, that, that that's... That feeling, we have all been in those meetings, you know, where we sit down and we take good notes and we argue and we drive our points. And when we leave the meeting, the only thing that comes back is, what's wrong with these people? What is it that they don't understand, right? Am I the only one who kind of gets it? And and sometimes you're surrounded by idiots. What's fascinating is some people are surrounded by more idiots than others. And I, I, I find that quite interesting so i had I, I had to say say to myself maybe if i could investigate this topic a little bit deeper if i can actually put together a whole book and i can actually see where the idiot line goes between well different uh, varieties of personalities different behaviors and so on and so forth and i think i know where the clashes are and i think i know how to to overcome well the obvious challenges with communication these days uh, that's what the book is about, to learn and to understand behaviors and to understand why it's so hard to interact with some people, while at the same time it's so easy with others. And why there's actually nothing wrong with most people. They're just not like you. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And I found it so fascinating to read. And, and um, 
And I, so I think today what we're going to talk about is what to do when you're surrounded by idiots. And it's going to be so, so much fun. So, um, Thomas, if people have never come across the color profiles or your book, uh, why don't we start by, why don't you give a, a brief overview of the colors and maybe some of the characteristics of, of people who are those colors so that people listening can identify themselves. Oh, I'm definitely a red or a yellow or a blue or a green. So let's, you kick us off with any color you, you like. Right, let's dive into that. It's a combination of extroversion versus introversion, task orientation versus people orientation, or the people's people. Uh, and and uh, then you get the red profile, who's a combination of task orientation and extroversion. And they are dominant, they are fast forward thinkers, they are very, very decisive, uh, goal oriented, result focused, you know, can be a little bit harsh to other people because they are kind of straightforward. You kind of, you you wrap your head around those guys and girls for that matter quite quickly because it's kind of what you see is what you get and they don't have time to fiddle around they just boom they're at it you know they are the only ones to do what we all say we are doing we need to you know communicate uh, in a straightforward way we have to sort of take the lid off and be honest to each other they do that all the time which makes them a bit annoying to everybody else the other extroverted profile is the yellow one. They are extroverted and people oriented, so they are also kind of, uh, kind of uh, active, action oriented, I would say. But they are smoother in the way because they care about other people. They like other people. Not saying red people dislike others, but the task is in in their focus, and here the people is in the focus, which means I can't just jump into a team and take on an assignment. Who's in the team with me? Who is there? Is it you? Is it me? Who's going to work together? This is important. Uh, so they talk a lot. They are very sociable. They are very talkative, extremely talkative. They are suffering from, some people call it mouth diarrhea. I don't know if that's true. But they talk a lot because they open the lid in the front and out comes, you know, whatever. I usually call it unprocessed material. But all of it is interesting. It's fascinating. It's inspiring. And they are good at finding, uh, let's say, solving problems because they see opportunities where the rest of us only see, well, problems and challenges. Uh, uh, smiling and, and, and mostly sunny, you know. The sun is always shining somewhere, even if it's raining. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, there's sun somewhere in the world. You know, you have to stay positive, those ones. And then you have the other uh, relation-oriented profile, which is the green ones, or the green ones. This is relation-oriented people, but also introverts. So they are kind of calmer, smoother, caring, sharing, excellent listeners. They actually hear what you say. And you know what? They're going to remember what you told them, especially if it was something negative. Especially if it was something negative about the green person. Then it's going to be filed on shelf 1A for, you know, eternity. They never forget about those things. But they won't tell you because they're very conflict-overt. You see it in their faces. You can see, you can sense there's a bit of a frostiness there. There's something between us. There's some kind of cold feeling on the line between you and me. Is there something? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I have to go to, they can shake their heads while they say everything is good, you know. I have to go to body language. Uh, they don't like, uh, they don't like um, changes. Changes is bad because it was better before. It was actually better before, much, much better. So that's the green one. And the last ones, they are, yeah, one thing to mention about the green ones, excellent team players. 
they love working in teams. They are good at cooperation. They're striving for cooperative uh, environments all the time. And the blue ones, the final one is task-oriented and introvert, which gives you, well, an engineer. Details, facts, quality-oriented details, details. Did I mention details? They can dig themselves down to the groundwater, stone face saying, there is more to it. We have to go deeper and deeper. And they ask questions that no one can answer, really. But it's fascinating. It's interesting. Let's go any, let's go further down. Let's go even deeper and see what's what's behind everything. They all, always answer the question. They always on, uh, ask the question, why? When the red people say, what's what's going to happen and the yellow people says well who's going to do it and the green one says how it's going to be done the the blue ones want to know why is this going to happen at all what's the analysis behind all of it you know we have to have a reason and if we don't have a reason good enough well they won't get started but they will never forget where they put the papers they will remember everything you told them they are Excellent when it comes to details, you know, like like accounting or well engineering, as I mentioned. So these are the four basics, which can be mixed. Most often people show is showing a combination of two colors. That's the most common thing, statistically speaking. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really clever. And I think everyone listening, you've probably just identified yourself and you thought, oh, I'm definitely a green, I'm definitely a red, or actually I'm a bit of both. And that's absolutely fine. Um, what we're going to do in a moment, we're just going to go, we're going to try and think like wh what, and I know he's mentioned like, for example, red is task, yellow is people, um, greens are great um, listeners and, and, and they remember everything that you tell them, especially negative things and blues task oriented and details, details, details. Um, but what we're going to, what we're going to try and do is, is think, okay, if I'm one of them, what, what, or if I'm a leader of a team with people and you might be thinking, oh, there's James is, is a red. He's he he's so task orientated, sometimes damages the people around him. Um, there's Mary, who's this yellow who wants to have fun all the time, but it feels like she, she can't get stuff. She struggles to actually execute. Then there's Michael, who's uh, so you might be picturing people in your team in a different colors. And you, and you and sometimes we struggle to how can we unite these people? How can we? try and get us all working cohesively together, um, which is what we're going to try and think about. How to create a great environment for a red to thrive, a yellow to thrive, a green to thrive, and a, and a blue to thrive. And you mentioned the mixture of the colors. I, I would say I'm, I'm yellow-red, so I think I'm, I'm a mixture of yellow and red. I'm pe very people-orientated. I, I, I really want to um, get everyone around me, have people on my, like, make sure everyone's okay. But I'm also task orientated where where I wanna I wanna execute and sometimes that actually hurts the people that are around me. So it's an interesting dynamic and I'm sure there are other mixes that people have. Of course. Well, the mix could be anything. There's nothing wrong or right in this. And this is quite important. Some people say to me, you shouldn't box people in, you know, using colors or, or letters or numbers or anything but they kind of misunderstand the purpose the purpose isn't to box people in and 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 and, and label them with something because then you can of course say well it's better to be this color than that color this is good and this is bad and this is not 
good at all and you shouldn't never ever be that color that's not the point the point is to understand we're different it sounds like a cliche i understand that but we are different we know that we can sense it all day long every time we meet somebody we we can sort of we, we, we register consciously or, or maybe even subconsciously we register the differences between us but the differences in attitude and well whatever and and the thing is, the more you understand about these differences, the better you can communicate, the better you can actually, well, every time you present yourself to the world, if you know that you are yellow and red, Fernando, as you just said, then you know you're an extroverted guy. Okay, good, good. And you know you are kind of driven. You want result in, in one way or another. You want sort of step on people's toes if you can avoid it. But you, you know what you want and you kind of want to work hard to get it. Uh, you, you you also know that you might take up some space in the room. You know, maybe you you consume more of the oxygen than you should when you meet other people. Maybe you, but as you know this, you can keep yourself you know, sort of back a little bit, not not disappear into the into the wallpaper, but you can sort of back away a little bit and let other people in. If you don't know this about yourself, you might think that you're the great entertainer. I'm here to make people laugh, you know, to make them happy. Well, not today. Every time you understand how you will affect the environment, then you can sort of adapt and adjust and fine tune your 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 behavior. And this is a this is a sort of a it's almost like like a let's say it's a science in itself how to adapt and how to 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 put yourself in exact correct position in each and every situation. Which which sounds like it sounds a little bit like manipulation, uh, and I understand that. But it's about adapting to to the situation. It's about making things work smoother, smoother at least. Um, then you have to go yeah. home and go back to be yourself. Obviously, yeah. I think because you can't. I think you, it... you, you should never violate your own personality. That's not the point. Yeah, I think what what what's so helpful about this? It helps us to become more self aware. I think it helps us to become more um, more emotionally intelligent just to figure out, oh, how am I coming into this space? What's my natural inclination when I'm in this space? And just be aware of that. And then as I become more aware of that, I'm aware of other people, their intentions, their inclinations when they're in the meeting. And instead of judging them or thinking harshly of others or of myself, I can just come into that and be more aware of what's going on in the environment and it's not to use it to manipulate it's just to use it to to help draw the best out of myself in that environment and to draw the best out of others in the environment I think um so let's and I think when you said that about the red and yellow and you were you were, you were describing me it felt like you knew me my whole life because that's exactly how I am um so let's let's is that okay then Thomas? let's that. go through no it's so it's so good <laughs> um so so let's go through it then and and let's just think okay We've got a red in our team, and and uh, and we want we want we want her to thrive. What's the best environment to to create for a, a red to thrive? Or if we're working with a red, a very task oriented extrovert who who's going full steam ahead, we're working with them and we're finding it tricky. How can we best relate to them and and engage them to for them to thrive? Yes, well. She's always going to be in a hurry, you know. There's, there's never enough time because uh, life is short, so let's step on it. She will be, think, she will, she will actually think that most people are too slow. 
So what you need to do is to let her work in her own pace, let's say. Uh, let her set set the pace. Let her work in, in the way she wants, as long as she's doing and producing, well, whatever she's there for. Um, she's a strong-willed individual, and she needs to she needs to be able to make her own decisions as much as possible. If you sort of micromanage a red person, she, person, she will leave the organization rather quickly because she hates to be managed at all. And micromanaged, nobody loves to be micromanaged, but it's gonna, it would work with green people and maybe with blue people also, but it will never work with red people. They will get annoyed, frustrated, and, they, and then she will start a conflict with you, with somebody else. She will tell you what she thinks about this. So you need to give her a lot of space, a lot of room. You also need to let her, well, as I said, figure things out by herself a little bit. And when she's off track, of course, you need to say, okay, now you're off track. Back on track, please. And you have to be straightforward. You should never sugarcoat anything. She will see through that. She wouldn't respect you if you actually tried to, uh, let's say, you know. Uh, one thing that's important with red, red people is if you have a strong opinion, if you know you're right, you can't back away. They will make a fuss. They will start a conflict and an argument. They will raise their voices and point at you with a full hand. But you, if you back away, you will lose their respect. You have to stand your ground and say, no, this is the right way to do it because X, Y, Z. You have to you know, prove your point, obviously. Then she will respect you and then she will, she will back away. But if you let her run you over, you're nothing. That is crucial when it comes to red people. Never let a red person run you over. They will lose all respect they had for you. So you have to, to, to know when to say, hold it. You need to know where that point is. That's very important when it comes to reds. Brilliant. So give them authority. Don't micromanage. Give them room. Give them space. But also stand your ground and be straightforward and don't sugarcoat things with reds. Tell them where you stand and don't let them run all over you because then they will lose respect for you and um and you and and then then that then you've lost it really with the red because they they they're quite I I can imagine also that not in a bad this can be a bad word sometimes but I think they 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 do like power at times I think. So if you if you're the person in authority and they and right. and you and they lose respect for you then they will see a gap in power and um i i've noticed that anyway i don't know if that's what what you would think about that yes i there's always a risk i mean there's going to be some clashes around red people it doesn't matter what you do you're going to clash with them one way or another that's just because i mean conflicts that's just another way to communicate they don't care about if you're mad one Monday morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they usually don't take it personally. They don't like to be stepped on either, but, you know, it, 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 it's a job, you know. And they yeah. will tell you what they think. They, they're going to say things like, this is how it is. Means, this is what I think it is. But they will say, this is how it is, because everybody knows this. And then they will push yeah. and push and push until you just say, okay, okay. And that's why you have to say no. If you know you're right, sometimes you have to say, yeah, yeah, go away. Just do it your way. As long as you deliver the results we're requiring from you, fine. 
that might be okay. But if they're on the wrong track, you have to put them back on the right track. And then you have to be firm and steady and, and a little bit fearless, actually. Sounds dramatic. It can be dramatic around these people. You have to Brilliant. love them. So that, <laughs> really good, Thomas. So that's our red. So if you've got any red friends or colleagues around you, now you can picture next time I'm engaging with them. Don't just think, oh, they're very difficult. Think, okay, give them space, give them room. Everything that Thomas has just said. All right, well, what about yellows? And the you, other you, extroverted no, just one, one more thing with us. Sorry. Use less words. You talk too much. Regardless of who is listening to this, don't talk as much as you do around the red people. They don't have the patience. So cut the crap and just go straight forward to it. Stay straight to the point. That is not a Brilliant. joke. Okay, yellows. Really good. Yeah. Yellows. Oh, these are the entertaining ones and the influential ones, the inspiring ones, the ones who see, as I mentioned before, the sun in around every corner. They need to feel they want to be happy. They want to they want to feel, feel comfortable. They want to have a, they want to have a fun at work. They are extremely creative. So they also need some space. They need space for their creativity because they can solve problems you haven't even heard of. They can answer questions nobody's asking, but they are excellent at thinking outside the box, you know, a little bit of a cliche there, but you know, so there is a box. How do you get into the box? You know, they don't, they don't even see the box. They are so, so out there all the time. So they are really good, but you can't expect them to, to, to write a protocol. Don't ask them to take notes. Don't, choke them on excel sheets because it's going to bore them to death death they need you know the broader picture they need the bigger picture they need to see there you see you know you have to be the visionary thinker can you see us standing there up top of the hill you know conquering the landscape looking down at everybody else yeah i, I can see they can see it maybe they don't know how to go there but they can really see themselves as a winner and the group of course yeah, yeah that too and they will bring in all the positive positivity, all the sort of a, uh, they will recharge any group just by inspiration and, and you know, energy, let's say. Uh, however, they talk all the time. They don't filter anything. Everything that comes out will sound excellent, but you have to filter 60, 70% of it away because where's the substance in all of this you know is is there something that we can actually can we write anything down is there something we actually can do or is this just you know ooh fluffy thinking yeah. uh, the danger with the yellows is that they they everything they say sounds so so fantastic uh, so you will think wow what a guy this is this is excellent but then you have to go back and see okay does he deliver does he deliver on time Yellow people are known for, 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 you know, never following any deadline whatsoever. Because the deadline, you know, time is a relative thing, thing, isn't it? You know, <laughs> and there's so much time, you know, and I'm going to have this fantastic idea. So, poof, and off they go. So you have to sort of, with big, fluffy gloves, you have to sort of push them in, in, in a sort of smooth way in front of you a little bit. So, you know, that they're also on track. Because they are fast as the red ones. So when they leave the track and go somewhere else, you know, just out in the blue, you know. And they might come back with something brilliant, not necessarily what you asked for. That is kind of the thing. 
don't make them the closer on 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 the project let's say they should be they should be somebody who is in the startup phase in any project mm. because they can bring up new ideas they can inspire other people to 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 think in 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 new ways but close in the thing now they can't stay on track that that long because they are they are easily distracted by everything new novelty is their game actually so have to kind of pay attention to them as well i'm afraid but they're fun really to helpful be around, fun to be around so if you if you've got people in your team who just who who it seems like they're always coming up with brilliant ideas but they're quite it can sound sometimes like they're distracted they they love being with people but they it feels like you ask them to do something and and it sometimes gets to the day and you don't even hear from them and you just think oh that's my yellow colleague well a great place to place them is to help them think of give them a problem to solve give them time to solve it but also be be very re- remind them constantly of the deadline so that they because they will think that come on deadline is that the real deadline surely if i ha- if i do it next week you'll be fine no be really remind them and keep them on track because they will they will come up with something creative but remember to filter it through because they'll think so big which it's really good but you need to get that get it down but if you are able to filter that stuff what you do get is gold so don't devalue the yellows. Really try and think, oh, let me draw the best out of them in that way. So that's really good, Thomas. So what about greens? Excellent we're summary. To, we're going over to the introverted sides of our friends yes. now. The greens. Well, green people, they are friendly, very kind, very caring, as I mentioned before. They are They are most, they most like to see themselves as, as team members. They know they are individuals, they understand that, but they don't they don't want to be in the center of things. Never put a green person in the spotlight. I've done that many times and, and they don't like it, even if you are sort of praising them and, and you know applauding their their uh, results or anything. They don't like to be in the center of things. They like to be sort of a little bit to the side there. Uh, they they like an environment which is predictable. Too many changes and Quick changes—that's really—that's really bad for them. Actually, they don't enjoy changes whatsoever. But you can prepare them by saying, you know, within four weeks the following is going to happen. You're going to move your desk over there. You know, we're going to sit with Sarah instead of John over there. Ooh, that's 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 who that that's, that's scary and, and and frustrating. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, but if you prepare them uh, and then plan out things they will be very loyal to the new whatever it is uh, they are usually very very loyal but they can sort of go under the radar if they don't like what you're asking them for if you are a manager who, who thinks the people are honest to you you need to understand about green people they will tell you what they think you want to hear which means is can this be done by friday morning they will look at you and they will say yes okay so there is no problem by with friday morning and then they will say, no. And then they will go back and think, can I do it by Friday morning? I don't have a clue about that. I don't know. What is he asking for? Because, and they don't want to, to, to let's say, they are usually, how should I say? They're just kind of not showing their, own, their, their true emotions, let's say. They're sort of covering their true feelings because they know it's, it's an easy thing to get hurt 
you know, these days. So they sort of put up this facade of, of calmness and, and kindness and, and everything. But you don't know what's going on beneath the surface. They can be quite hard to, to, to get to know. But they will always be friendly, you know, and loyal. They will not jump around and you're doing one thing over there and another thing over here. And they would stay on the job. They would stay on this specific task. But they are not the fastest workers. But they will do as you tell them if they understand it. And then you have you have negotiated what's going to be done. Then they will, they will be very loyal. They won't come up with stupid stuff that you haven't asked for. They will be there and they will just... If you don't stop them, they will just run over the over over the you know over the what's it called you know down to through any any, any steep hill you know because it's downwards from here you know yeah yeah but he told me to do this so I'm I'm continuing over here you know because nobody's told me to to change direction yeah that's kind of the the downside to it but they are are good team players loyal they really? care for each other they will never go for a cup of coffee without asking you do you want coffee as well oh sorry tea milk is it milk you know so 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 yeah and the majority really of the good. people in the the majority of the people are green actually that's the most common color Stati- so statistically speaking so what i'm hearing is if yellows for example are good startup phase people greens are probably good finishers if there's a task on your team that requires week in week out diligent effort diligent execution to follow the protocol that's a greens domain and 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 don't try and change it every now and again in agile organizations this word that we're using now that shifts every now and again greens don't tend to like that make sure that you you give them a role that they can stick out for the long haul and and it's probably going to be a task that it, it 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 requires um, diligent, consistent effort doing the same thing so that they feel comfortable in doing that. Really good. So we've only got one more, which is the blues. Um, what is the best environment to create for a blue to thrive? For blue to thrive, you have to give them, uh, well, predictability also, as with the greens. But these people are excellent problem solvers because they will really, as I mentioned before, they will dig themselves to the ground, down to the groundwork to see where is the real problem, where is the real issue that we're dealing with here. They are extremely good with details and they usually don't forget things. They know where they put stuff, they work in, in, in a certain order. If you let them follow any manual, if you give them, if you hand them a manual, well, they will add bullet points in, in that manual because they, everything can be improved now. Can it, can it not? Yes, I think so. And they are, are working on the same thing as well. In silence, never bothering anybody else. They can stare it into a gray concrete wall and just bang away on the computer, you know. Uh, not moving at all. Stone-faced, extremely focused. These are the people that you can see in, in, in office landscapes, open office landscapes with, with their headphones on. Not because they don't like other people, but because they, they, they don't want to be distracted. They need to focus. So they focus and they are working. They are not playing games. They are not playing video games. They are actually working. But they don't like to be distracted by other people talking with yellows. Just stand there with a cup of tea, you know, and chat about things that isn't interesting whatsoever. If you can give them a calm and kind of predictable 
uh, work environment, they will be extremely, extremely efficient. You need really to understand help. also, yes, you, you need to understand one thing about the blues. They are like the yellows in one aspect. They don't respect deadlines because a deadline time is very relative and quality is more important than time. To be mm. done in time well, we've only reached 98%. That's not a hundred percent. Hundred percent is hundred percent. Ninety-eight percent. That's 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 the same thing as two percent. We haven't finished a task, you know. So they can stay too long in a certain in a certain uh, on a certain assignment because they are sort of fiddling with the details and finessing the thing a little bit more, you know. So then you have to grab them and say, okay, this is actually good enough. They would tell you, yeah. no, no, good enough isn't good enough. Yeah, this is good enough the quality is sufficient let's move on so you have to sort of bring them to the next assignment because there's always more to do you know so that that's a downside to the blue ones but they are very very good to have when you need to well, solve difficult tasks they are very yeah. very persistent extremely persistent yeah, I think it's incredible. I think all the colors have great strengths that they bring to the table. So we shouldn't ever disregard a color, um, even if it's not our preference or our own bias or our own color. I think we need to be aware of their strengths and draw it out of them. So, for example, blues, I think, are very good at creating systems. If you need a system in place um, to execute something, to get details, to, to, to really... Um, bring something together a blue is absolutely brilliant at creating a system that is flawless uh, and they're gonna they're gonna do it far better than you uh, than you even imagined uh, and, and a yellow a red may may push away from systems oh no we can just deal with the people no you need a system in place if you're going to do things well for the long haul and that's why you need your blues and your greens in place to help bring those systems that are really going to help you succeed together and and it's really, really interesting that they that the blues respect quality and and they will do it far better than you ever imagined so that's a quick overview of the colors and, and what 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 brings the best out of them but if you want to know more about it then i really re would recommend that you get the book surrounded by idiots um but by, by by thomas um it's really an amazing read um Thomas, thank you so much for your time today. It's been so helpful and I've learned so much about myself and my, my, my colleagues and my friends on my team. And thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Great. Well, I'll see you guys next time on London's Leadership Podcast and hopefully I get to see you again soon, um, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to see you next time. Remember to leave a review. Let me know what you think. And if you need help implementing anything we've discussed or you just want to say hello, feel free to email me at fernando at londonsleadershippodcast.com. Until next time, remember to live and lead with love every day.